listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen though, but with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another interview. It is Friday. We have another ambitious female for you all to hear from in just a second. So once again, power of Instagram and Facebook and social media in general. That's kind of how I got connected with Shannon. So she is an entrepreneur. She is an international speaker as well as an author. So we're just going to dive into who she is, her story, and then go from there with all of her questions and fun chat. So welcome, welcome, Shannon, I'm super happy to have you on, and please tell everyone who you are. All right, well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, I am, yeah, for those of you who haven't heard me, it's I'm Shannon Hoverson, and my story is a bit of a unique story. Um, you know, my message is really just to give people hope and to not quit on li- on their life, but mm-hmm. their life, your life is a gift, and to really just through the adversity and struggles to keep going because it's a uh, it's a ride and uh, you never know, it brings out more gifts in you the more you continue on. So my story starts with, I married my college sweetheart. And so, you know, it was always my dream um, at that point to get married and have kids. And, you know, I felt like my purpose, it was to take care of my husband, right? And so it was to be that stay at home mom and whatnot. And so, um, you know, I, I the first day I met him, it's really fun. The first day I met him, I knew like there's just something inside of me that was like, I'm gonna marry that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like or I wanted to. I didn't know for sure I was going to, but I was like, I really want to marry that guy someday. Oh. And uh, so we were platonic best friends for five years. Like he did not see me that way. <laughs> he was not attracted to me that way. Um, but we were really close friends. He treated me better than any other girls. And so it was a really precious, you know, friendship that entered into, you know, a marriage. And we had four kids in four and a half years. And, you know, um, we didn't go the college route. And so, you know, we just got ready, got married young, mm-hmm. you know, and had the kids young. And so, you know, we were really, we were really poor. We lived in a trailer, um, you know, struggled to make ends meet. He worked in a factory. And I remember um, he, you know, worked there just in time. My son, firstborn son was born, you know, a month early. And I remember he was stressing out because he wanted that health insurance. So he'd gotten this job at the factory, you know, to make sure, you know, he had that health insurance mm-hmm. to pay for the baby. And so, you know, it was really, we were really struggling. And then he went into the ministry and was a youth pastor. And you know, he always had a heart for business. He was always an entrepreneur and he would sell dan- pick dandelions, you know, and sell them at the end of his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, so cool. you know, he always had that entrepreneur heart. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, he decided to, you know, leave the ministry and go into business. And so he ended up being, you know, the number one affiliate in his company. And I was there supporting him through everything. And this is when internet marketing, going online, doing that was not very mm-hmm. popular. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is back in 2007. And, uh, but I supported him. I remember him asking me, you know, for my social security number so that he could get a credit card so that he could, you know, get enough funding to do this business. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I trusted him. Um, I trusted him and I supported him. 
And I just knew that whatever he did, even the first day I met him, it's like, I know this guy is going to be something. Yeah. And I know that whatever he does, I trust him to take care of the family um, and whatnot. And so, yeah, so I supported his journey. He, we, you know, we went from the trailer to he generated, you know, over eight figures online. And then he got hit with cancer. Mm. And so, um, you know, the kids were young. He was 36 when he got diagnosed with neuroendocrine pancreatic cancer. And, you know, then that took us, it was a long journey. The, the doctors had told him, you know, you've only got 30 days to live. You better get everything in order, you know, say goodbye to everyone, whatever you got to do, like oh. do it. And, uh, but just to show the determination of my husband, he did not, you know, he did not accept that. He was told he'd never ski again. He skied over 25 times after he was given that diagnosis. Mm. He, you know, went on to create more businesses in that four years of diagnosis. And, um, you know, he was doing a Facebook live skin and bones, um, three days before, you know, he passed away even. Mm. And, uh, you know, just, just the drive and the life, um, he gave and, and put into other people, um, the way he served was just so beautiful. And so, um, you know, we did lose him at the age of 39 mm. and, uh, it was probably, I mean, the most pain, I've ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, just because, I mean, it was so, we were so close. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was my soulmate. He was my best friend. He was everything. And to see somebody who had so many gifts, so many talents, you know, be taken away so young, um, it was devastating. It, mm -hmm. it threw me for a loop. Um, so my story, I'm making it as brief as I can. There's of course many other avenues and rivers and details off of it. But so then he passed away and it was now I was left we lost everything. Yeah. Um, so the story is, you know, we didn't have anything, went up to eight figures, lost everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm here with the four kids to clean, you know, start over, yeah. basically start yeah. over, lost our house, our job, I mean, our house, our car, our life that we had, we moved. And uh, then we're all four kids and myself dealing with grief. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. it's been quite the journey. So my point is like, I learned through this story that you know, I thought my purpose was him. That was it. Like that, that I, that I was living my purpose. I was complete joy because I was living, you know, what I knew I was here to do. And then when that was taken away, it's like, well, now what, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? What's my purpose now after losing, after losing what I thought my purpose was. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's been, oh, it'll be three years in August since he passed away. And in that time, you know, it's been, you know, in and out rivers of not knowing things, failing things, working. I've written two books, you know, the company has been rebranded, restarted. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just been a interesting journey to, you know, realize that I am still here and I have another purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's hard to wrap your head around that when you're like, well, I think I should have been the one being taken because he was the one that was, you know, giving and mm -hmm. teaching and the wise one. And, um, you know, really, if you just stick with it and give, keep giving to life, it's going to give back and it's going to reveal itself to you. So, uh, that's a lot, you know, that's a very short version of, of the story. Yeah. Of course, you know, there's questions that can be asked as well as to go deeper into it, but you know, and so, yeah, and to really just embrace. And I think for me, like how the book was written is and how the healing from the grief happened, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wrote Facebook posts about it. I wrote about it. I shared about it. And it really helped other people. I'd get lots of messages that were like, thank you for sharing. Like, I've never heard this, you know, heart gripping, you know, going through it. People yeah. usually share after the fact yeah. not while they're going through it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, yeah. So it's just really, really fun to be able to help other people. You know, yeah. if you're struggling out there, like, please don't give up. Just keep going. It's if you give it a chance, life will reveal itself to you and what your next 
Yeah. Yeah. The journey is. Well, and it, and it's, um, I wasn't even thinking of going this route when I knew you were coming on. So, um, today as we're recording, uh, cause my mom actually passed away from cancer too. And her three year anniversary since she passed is this Saturday. So it's the 20th no of March. Way. Yeah. So, and I just realized like yours is, um, three years will be August. So it's really, really strange how like the universe brings people together in that way. Um, and I just kind of want to just keep talking on the point of not giving up, but then also when you do face like trauma like this and a loss of someone that you love so much, it's okay to just admit that like that life was that life, but I've got to keep going and like rebrand myself, re redo myself just in general, because I got to figure out who that new me is now that half of me is gone, essentially, especially like for you who lost a spouse, because that's like, that's more connecting 50-50. Like, I feel like a spouse, especially when you are like complete, like they're just meant to be together, like you were saying, (laughs) I feel like that's half of you that you lost. And my mom obviously was like a huge impact. And that's like half of me lost. But it's even, you know, it's like, your spouse is you do everything with them and they know everything about you. You share every memory, you have children with them. And then all of a sudden him not being there anymore. And it's obviously important to grieve and to take the time needed, which is pretty much forever, right? Cause I still like, you know, you're constantly going through grief, but it's also, you know, it makes you a stronger person if you kind of accept what happened knowing that he, she, whoever has passed is still there. They're just not there physically with you. So they're there with you spiritually. So they're still guiding you in some way, shape or form. You just have to let them in still and understand that like, all right, this is my new reality and I'm not going to give up and I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, I remember what really helped me is I think for a lot of people, they don't want to embrace the pain. And so Mm -hmm. I think for me, what helped me heal with the pain, which of course, you know, I still have days of just like, it just hits you. You don't know when it's going to come and the pain Mm -hmm. will just hit you, but it's in a different way um, than it was in the beginning. And I remember, you know, I had my routine. I had the kids, they'd go off to school. I'd come home, I'd shower. And then it was like for an hour straight, it was like just profusely crying, gut-wrenching crying for an hour, at least mm-hmm. an hour, every single day. That was my routine. Kids off school, shower. I couldn't even help it, but I allowed myself. And I think a lot yeah. of people don't allow themselves to feel the pain. They want to hide it. They want to bury it. Mm-hmm. And I think the true power um, in others, you know, growth from your story is to embrace the pain and allow yourself to heal so that you can give to mm-hmm. other people as well. And um, yeah, I love that you, um, And just, I remember one time I can share this story. I remember one time I was crying so hard at just different obstacles besides losing my husband just kept coming like obstacle after obstacle. I'm just like, is this really real life right now? Like how much, how much can one human soul deal with on earth? You know? And, uh, you know, so the pain was, I remember one time I was crying and crying. I remember I could see in my head, it was like Rocky. It was, you know, I could see, I felt like I was in a boxing ring. Right. And I was down for the count Hmm. and I could see the ref on the side counting, you know, one, too and I remember the voices going out of my head like can I get up can I get Mm -hmm. up and go on like I felt you know I felt called when I left him immediately when he left when he passed away that I was to continue on and I was to share the story and I was Mm -hmm. to become successful and make business work 
for other people, for mm-hmm. the story. So other people to give them hope. Right. And so I remember like, I could see the flashbacks of like my husband and the kids and, you know, everything it was just like, it was just like Rocky. Like I saw all these, you know, reasons mm-hmm. why I needed to get up. And so it was like, as soon as the ref was getting to 10, I got back up again. And, you know, I had many of those moments and it's like, every time I got up, every time I felt like quitting, I just got stronger and more, had more vision and more, you know, uh, inspiration to want to share with other people right mm-hmm. and so uh, really just the continuation of getting up but and then to recognize you made another really good point of you know they're not gone mm-hmm. like I you know I mean I've got stories to where uh, both my son and I had connected th- to my husband and his father um, through a medium mm-hmm. just random like two different ones um, just people friends who had reached out who just have that gift they're able to connect mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's interesting that, you know, my husband even said, he's like, I'm always going to be with you and the kids. Like, mm-hmm. it's all, you know, you know, he said many things that were like, oh, I knew this was my husband, you know. And so um, they are always with. And I don't know about you, but like I get quarters. Like sometimes you'll hear people will find pennies and stuff, yeah. you know, from their loved ones that are past. But you got to, you know, you got to be open to this and yeah. be willing to look. But um, I thought it was interesting. My husband, he would leave quarters. Like it'd be totally random. It's like I could be looking at my desk right now. And there's no quarter. Look up at you and talk and then look down and there'd be a quarter like yeah. that's how you knew like this is him like that's you awesome. know and it was more prevalent in the beginning of the first year when he passed not as often or maybe i'm not looking yeah. as much now yeah. but he's still there and uh they give us signs for sure if we look that we're not alone and that their lives are still there mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. know just not as obvious sometimes absolutely but yeah, they're there. that that's 100%. yeah that's that's really, really neat. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think especially like early on when you lose someone, you, you're paying more attention to any, everything around you. And then kind yeah. of, as you like almost accept what's happened, um, they, I mean, cause I even think like, especially cause I have uh, three sisters, so there's four girls in my family. And I think like my mom will come and go as we need her in a way. Yes. So like, if I don't need her right now, then she'll stop leaving those signs and go help my other sisters and some, and then they'll text me like randomly, like, Oh my gosh. So like this happened. I can't believe that's mom. And I'm like, Oh, well, yeah, she was, you know, she was here last week, but I was like doing fine. So, you know, she kind of, and it, it's just when you're open to um, how like the universe and spirits kind of work like that, um, you don't even have to really lose someone of huge significance, even though every loss is like a big significance. But you can just, if you start paying attention with um, how the universe is kind of giving you things at a time, and if you start paying attention to these things and picking up on them, you're realizing that there are different cues on, you know, what you should be doing and like that path that you should be going down. Um, And I think, I think especially for you, it's like, like you said, like you, you go from nothing to having uh, full abundance financially, especially to having nothing again and like losing all of that. And it's, it's like, you always have this point, especially early on. It's like, you know, like why me? Like, why couldn't like I be the one that took their spot? Cause like, who am I? Right. Like, like who am I to be able to do this? Yes. Who am I to still be living type of deal? But then once you start picking up on like these cues and just really trusting and believing in yourself again, you realize like, Oh, okay, well this is what I'm meant to do. This is why I keep going. This is my purpose in life. Um, so it's, it's really nice to talk to someone who like, 
obviously is going through that too. And like you, I mean, you're, you, you know, your purpose now in life and, um, you know, everyone's still grieving and, you know, I'm sure you and I are both still grieving, but we like, we know, like we have to do this for whoever that person is. Like for you, it's probably your children as well as yourself. Um, so it's just like finding that why was I meant to live? Um, and I think sometimes people, they don't even have to experience huge trauma like we've experienced and they still don't understand that life is super short and you really really need to pay attention to how you're living it because you could go from having everything like full happiness and losing it in literally a blink of an eye and if you woke up in heaven and asked yourself like did I live my life to my full potential? I think a lot of people might say no, <laughs> right? And then they, you know, they feel ashamed or something like that. So instead reverse it. And from this day forward, so everyone listening, once you listen to this podcast, from this day forward, make sure you're living life with full purpose. 100%. I mean, and that's just it is life is for the living. You're here there's nothing you can do about it. You're here, right? And so it's like to make the most of your time here. Like I could have curled up in a ball, hid myself, mm -hmm. not share the story, not rebranded, not came into my full self. And how many, because life, it's not about us. It's really not. I mean, mm -hmm. of course we want to live, you know, a nice life. We want to feel the joy, we want to feel the hope and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But it's really not about us. It's about us living our lives to serve others mm -hmm. so that our lives are meant to be a gift to other people. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what kept me going is like, well, my story, my life, my purpose, this can be a gift to other people. And even my husband's legacy can be expanded and grown through me continuing on and sharing the story and making, you know, life happen and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely, it's, I think if we just realize like life is for the living, you're here, it's a gift. So you can either choose to make it, serve other people and serve you or you can just hide and live in that mm -hmm. misery or that fear or that lack of confidence or whatnot but mm -hmm. I think if people like you said just really let go mm. and really just open themselves up forget what your religious background taught you forget what you're what you learned I think if you just let go of all that and like you said really just are open mm -hmm. to you know receiving and seeing you know, signs and what, you know, it, it will, you will be guided. Mm -hmm. You really will be guided. If you just let go and trust, your life will be guided into what it's supposed to do. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you, so you have one or two books. Do you have? So I have two books. Yeah, two so books. the first book is, it's about my husband. And so okay. it's basically myself telling the story, but then it's also um, kind of gurus in the industry, uh, entrepreneurial, world and our online marketing world, um, talking about him lessons learned from him. Mm. And so it's a book about him and his life and his, um, you know, little wisdom takeaways, I guess, mm -hmm. from about 13 other authors. And then my book is, um, it's, it's the journey of the healing through the grief. Mm -hmm. So it, it's the full, you kind of feel like it's written in a way where you feel like you're in a movie. And so it's my feelings written in a way to where it's guiding you through, um, you know, the beginnings of the grief and how it felt. And it ends with the story. And um, I just love telling this story because it, it reminds me that life moves forward mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it still can be happy after mm -hmm. loss. Because I remember the day I, there was, this was the first time it had been about a year after my husband had passed and I was laying in bed and uh, my son, his bathroom was below my bedroom. And so I could hear him taking a shower and 
I remember all of a sudden I could hear him. He was singing. He was singing in the shower. Oh. And I was like, you know, most people, they sing in the shower, this, that, and the other. What's the big deal? Well, this was the first time I had heard him sing since my husband's passing oh. in the shower. And so I remember just laying there, tears just streaming down my eyes and thanking God, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I know. It. That was just like a sign, like, it's oh. going to be okay. I love that. You know, because we had had so many struggles and the kids mm-hmm. and the, their process of the anger and the mm-hmm. you know dealing with the mm-hmm. grief right and so it was the first time i heard him singing in the show and i was just like it's gonna be okay oh my gosh yeah that those are really magical moments um that makes me even like more grateful for you know being here and being able to witness it um but I, just briefly like kind of just what you were mentioning about you know they were going through their own anger and grief and stuff like that and um I think it's it's interesting how when people are um, really frustrated, really upset, really sad, um, depressed, you can use that word, so just like very uh, emotionally drained, then they still question, you know, they could still be listening to the podcast or reading the right books or surrounding themselves with the right people, but they're still not able to like get a break in life, right? Because I feel like, um, I mean, I know I witnessed this, especially like right after my mom died because I was so angry. I was so just like ticked off at the world for, you know, what happened and everything else just kept piling on me. And I, I mean, you mentioned that too. And like, and knowing kind of, because after she passed, I definitely got more spiritual and um, believed more in like higher powers. And I like went back into like believing in God and, and like his support and all that kind of stuff. But looking back at it now and, and knowing all of these things, I realized like, oh, well, I mean, even if I was ha- trying to be happy, like putting that face on, thinking I did everything, bad things kept happening. Like it just kept piling up because I wasn't actually believing that I was happy. And it just like, it just kept manifesting that way. And I think a lot of people, they forget that like you can put on a face and you can try to act happy, but until you believe in yourself, like believe that, yes, I am satisfied. That's when you can make that switch to reinvite good things back in your life. 100%. I think it's, I think it's being authentic with yourself, Mm. you know, really just being vulnerable and authentic with, you know, how you are feeling. And yeah, I think it's so number one, being authentic and vulnerable with how you are feeling and admit that and where you are. And then I think it's also, and that's the thing is that's what kept me going is the vision, the future vision. It was, you know, if where there is no vision, the people perish. And so it's like, for me, it's like, I had to keep thinking in the future of what, what do I want? Do I want to be on stage? sharing the story, podcast, sharing the story, the book, you know, I had to keep that vision in front, you know, and I think, I think that's one thing we got to have too, is having that vision in front of us. And then just, yeah, believing and trusting the process that you may not know how you're going to get there, but absolutely believing that you can get there and then let go of the, how it's going to happen. And that will allow, allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think too, you know, when you're in the pain, it's so intense. And it's like you said, like when, especially if you have the one pain and then the more pain and more pain keeps <laughs> piling up, it's hard to believe and think that you can come out of this. That's why I was like That's in the ring point. with the ref. It's like, you know, him counting, you just want to quit because you cannot see and you have to paint that picture for yourself. Mm. Um, and I think that's what keeps, you know, bringing people up is mm-hmm. that you got to paint that vision in the future for yourself and believe that you can get there, like go of the, how it's going to happen 
but you got to want it and just be like, this is what's going to, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And then like, yeah, let go of the, how it's going to happen. The belief is huge. It's so huge to have that belief in yourself. And you know, it's, it, you know, the creator gave us those visions too. It's like, you know, God imagined us first. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he created us. And so it's like, we've got to imagine and have that vision. And then that vision will be created. But first we have to be able to see it. And so I think if we allow ourselves to let, I think that's where a lot of people, I would, I would encourage you, whoever's listening to this to take a moment, go for a walk, whatever it is, whatever you're going through. And that really helps with the pain. It kind of gives you this like hope of, of not, you know, it helps you to not focus on that pain mm -hmm. so much when you have a vision. So it's almost like go for that walk and allow yourself to imagine. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. It doesn't matter what you think your life's purpose or what your potential is. Allow yourself to go there and imagine it. And just wherever that leads you, it doesn't matter. And maybe it's, you know, it doesn't have to be grandiose, like speaking on, you know, stages or a high income or whatever. Maybe for you, it's, you know, being that stay at home mom, or maybe it's that caretaker, for, whatever that is for you, mm -hmm. allow yourself to go there. And I think that helps take the, you know, focus off of the pain so much as well and gives you a vision for, you know, continuing on life and what wow. that is. So. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Thank you. That. That pretty much just like says it all. <laughs> and yeah, you are, you just like literally hit it on the nail that, yeah, it's, it's important to take those times for yourself to realize and like, and, and kind of like, I mean, we were saying like, you don't, you don't have to even experience huge trauma to just take that time for yourself and create your vision. Like just make sure that you do have a vision because if not, then you just going to be in this cyclical cycle of repeat, 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 same life, same life, same life. And then you're going to wonder, you know, why haven't I reached this goal or created this success for myself or find the partner in my dreams? Like, why isn't this happening to me? So it's so important to just take the time needed to relax and recenter and rebalance and then just get back on that vision and and paint the picture. <laughs> yep. Yep. 100%. Uh, I like that. Paint the picture. Yeah. Paint, paint your picture, everyone. Paint your picture. Paint uh, your picture. Shannon, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'll just kind of wrap up. This was a very, very powerful episode. I'm so happy to have been able to get you on to just talk to you more about everything. And um, yeah. before we do leave, though, just please make sure where can people find you? Um, how can they get your books? And just make sure everyone knows exactly where to find you online. 100%. Just go ahead and go to shannonhoverson.com and you'll, you'll, there'll be links there to the book and, and wherever else. So shannonhoverson.com. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you have any final words before we wrap up? No, thank you so much for having me on here. It's an honor. And really, it's like you said, I just want to encourage everybody just to, you know, live life. Life is for the living. Mm -hmm. Live it. And yes. uh, I believe in you and I know that you can do it. So thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. All right, everyone. So that wraps up another amazing interview. And please uh, go reach out to Shannon. Let her know you listened, um, especially if you're grieving or have lost someone. You know, it's, there's people like you out there. You don't have to be alone. You can connect with others. It's okay to just chat or say hi or even ask for help. But just keep living, right? Go paint your picture. Uh, go wake up tomorrow with a huge smile on your face knowing that you are living a life that you've always wanted. So, alrighty. Thank you everyone for listening and I will talk to everyone next week. See ya. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious A.